Hello and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space. The podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer. One movie at a time. My name is Joel. My name is Sarah. My name is Aaron. The movie this week was I, Frankenstein from 2014, directed by Stuart Beatty and written by Stuart Beatty, Kevin Grevo, Stuart Beatty and Kevin Grevo. Why is their name in there twice? I'm not going to say Mary Shelley is responsible for any of this. No, no IMDb. I'm sorry. Well, we'll say story concept. That's what it says. Characters. Oh, see? There you go. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Starring Aaron Eckhart, Bill Nighy, Miranda Otto, Yvonne Strahovski, uh, Jai Courtney, and Socrates Otto. Socrates? Like Socrates. Socra- Socrates Method. He's famous for I, Frankenstein. Oh, he's an effects guy. Interesting. He was also in uh, X-Men uh, well, uh, Origins Wolverine. X-Men Origins Wolverine, the mm-hmm. best movie. Yeah, your favorite one. Mm-hmm. He's the lead technician at Alkali Lake. Oh. You know what that means? Striker. Oh. Our favorite villain. Striker. So, uh, yeah, we. I mean, we were going to do a random movie. Yeah. And this is technically a random movie because we didn't pre-plan this, but mm-hmm. we, we were just, you know... It was an unconventional means in which we came to this movie. Looking for something fun. Yeah. Mm. We kind of just decided to watch it. We we weren't... Usually we have, like, a set plan, but tonight, for some reason, we just kind of went off our script and decided to choose one together, and this is what we came up with out of what was available to us. I think we picked a good one. I do, too. Still a random pick, I would say. Yes. Very random. Because I, I really didn't have any intention of watching it normally, but that trailer was like, hmm. I was about to mention that that, that trailer sold it Sealed pretty well. Sealed the deal, mm-hmm. yeah. Pretty well. Let me set the stage here. The stage of I, Frankenstein. It's a very serious story. You guys, serious? Are you serious about this? <laughs> yeah. You remember how Frankenstein ends, right? He gets sucked into the portal with Dracula at the end of Monster Squad. Oh yeah. I do know Spoilers. how <laughs> I do know how it ends because I've watched the play of Frankenstein by Danny Boyle several times in yeah. the theater recently because I love it. The one with Cumberbatch and uh, Johnny Lee Miller. Johnny Lee Miller, which I've mentioned before, but um, yes. So I haven't read Mary Shelley's Frankenstein in a very long time, if I did ever see it or uh, read it. But I watched um, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. The Kenneth Branagh movie with Robert De Niro. How does it, does it end the same way? I don't remember. No. I, no, really? Mm. I don't think it does. I I think it's set more in like the 
it's like the operating theater, and like she, if I remember correctly, hmm, Mary Riley is what I was thinking. Oh, you're thinking? Okay, you're thinking was, of the I'm Julia totally Roberts wrong. movie. I'm totally wrong. She's yeah. a, she's like Frankenstein's assistant. Yeah. Mm. There's been a lot of movies. Yeah, I mean, he's been uh, he's been a character that I've seen in movies. I actually have not seen the um, the James Whale version, the Universal Horror. Yeah, I've not seen the Universal Horror one. Mm. Um, but most of my 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 knowledge comes from comic books, including the Wachowski the Wachowski's uh, Frankenstein comic that they made uh, back in the early two thousands. Uh, but the DC the DC version of Frankenstein is one that I that I, I followed a little bit. I'd forgotten some details of, mm-hmm. of, of, of his uh, supposed demise in, 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 in the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but more often than not, especially in the comics, it, that's when the story begins. Right. Is, is, you know, in the middle of the Arctic. Yes. 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 I'm going to say this straight out. I think the story of Frankenstein is like, rich like i think there's a lot there that can be explored and i really appreciate it as like kind of a kind of a myth you know or some idea <laughs> of what could be but this is nothing like any of that <laughs> i mean maybe for some people it is uh, i'm sorry but <laughs> it's the na- it's the natural conclusion i mean there's a- it's an action movie that is very far from anything to do with Frankenstein. If Mary Shelley had the wherewithal to write a sequel to uh, Frankenstein, aka the the uh, Human Prometheus or whatever the whatever it's called, mm-hmm. uh, naturally he would have been involved in a war between gargoyles and demons. That's like you know you remember uh, gargoyles. The, the part with the blind man. <laughs> Gargoyles and demons definitely are connected to the idea of reanimation, aren't they? Yes. When I, there's there's two there's three things I think of when I think of gargoyles. I think of the TV show Gargoyles mm-hmm. uh, in Disney Afternoon. I think of the Hunchback of Notre Dame, where Jason Alexander is a gargoyle. Mm-hmm. And I think of the resurrection and uh, safety of humans, uh, the dead, and uh, how gargoyles are actually uh, created by angels to protect humans. It's just a fact. That's interesting that you say the hunchback of Notre Dame because... Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Thank you. (laughs) This is classy. You know, we actually went to Paris once and we saw Notre Dame. A hunchback. But, um... The I was saying there was something in this that was kind of paralleling that relationship for me between uh, the Hunchback and what's her name? Uh, I don't remember the 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 Romani, uh, yeah, lady. Uh, yeah, Esmeralda. Esmeralda. Yeah! Of course, it's Esmeralda. Why didn't Esmeralda? Yeah. I wanted to say like Astrea or something. No, that's too fancy. <laughs> Esmeralda, thinner. Oh God! Mm-hmm. I just remember she had a really cool dress. Mm-hmm. That's all I remember. Voiced by Demi Moore. Oh, oh. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um. Unrelated to the movie, but I spent a little time at Ventura City Hall because that's where our, our podcast is located. 
Uh, I was going to pay a water bill. And while I was walking around, I was looking at all the different gargoyles there. And they all are different. They're not the same gargoyle. That's cool. Different things going on. Oh, that's interesting. You've piqued my interest, and I want to go over there and check it out now. Because truthfully, the only time I've ever Mm -hmm. been in that building was when I had to do my interview to apply to the artist community here in Ventura. Yeah. And um, I was very nervous that day. So I would like to go back and check it out when I'm not completely nervous. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it was actually a really nice, peaceful visit. I was just, I was, uh, yeah, just walking around enjoying the sights. Did any of the gargoyles look like Miranda Otto? No. Star of the Two Towers. No, none of them look like the uh, uh, Star of Queen. Return of the King. <laughs> no, n- none of them were were Aowen Shield Maiden. Oh wow, we're going nerdier. <laughs> <laughs> going full Lord of the Rings. That's what we have to. You That's can't right. have it on there. The people want to know Joel. Did you know her from something else? I feel like I did, but I was looking her up because she has the same last name as another one in this movie, and I was trying to figure right. out if there was any relation. Socrates. Socrates Otto. That's a cool name. Yeah. yeah. He was one of the, I think he was the pretty boy demon that was uh, replaced the other demon that was killed by Bill Nighy. Are we going to give a little intro, or do you think we should just say up front we're going to spoil stuff? Oh, let's just, let's, okay, yeah, this movie came out in 2014. Our rule is five years. So pretend this is year 2019 because I can't we can't hold back on spoilers on this. This, yeah. is, this movie was like a lot of stu- <laughs> stupid dumb action fun. Like, Spoiler. <laughs> I I had a blast watching it. Me it too. It was pretty yeah, it kept us all pretty engaged because it's entertaining. Yeah. But yeah, the, the stuff that happens in it it wouldn't be possible for us to not just say some of the things that we found entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's um, hard to hold these facts back. So if you care to know about the story, I Frankenstein. <laughs> if you're worried about getting spoiled. If you're worried about spoilers. <laughs> Then watch the movie, but yeah, we're going to go for it. Or, you know, text Aaron Eckhart and ask him if he should, if you should watch the movie first or listen to us talk about it. <laughs> if you know Aaron Eckhart. Yes. All right. <laughs> Spoilers from this point forward. Uh, let's, I mean, yes. So, so the movie starts right where the book ends and Frankenstein is burying his creator. I think he must have taken him back somewhere because he was he was in the middle of the Arctic or something like that. And then he takes him back to a nice 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 looking cemetery. You know, the I mean the typical cemetery. He takes him back to his family's plot. Oh, in Geneva. Yeah, he says he doesn't deserve it, but that he takes him back to his family's That's very considerate of Frankenstein. Or whatever. I know, I was kinda of surprised. Yeah. I mean uh, sorry. We will be referring to the monster as Frankenstein. Even though his character... As Adam. His character is called Adam in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, and, and yeah we're, we're going to take a lot of flack for that. Yeah, we're not going to worry here, about... Frankenstein's monster yeah. this, Frankenstein's monster that. Yeah. yeah. As far as I'm concerned, when somebody says Frankenstein, they don't think of the doctor. Even extreme nerds, they don't immediately think of that because they immediately jump on the defense. Like, oh, he said Frankenstein. He's probably talking about the monster, but they probably mean that. See, you thought of the monster first too, doofus. (laughs) It's not a big deal. 
<laughs> it's his son, right? Uh, write in if you have a problem with this. Uh, <laughs> no, don't write in. S- send your complaints to at Hyperhero Man on Twitter. <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> Well, I, you know what? You can send the complaints to me. Send send your complaints to thegarbage at gmail.com. Is that really your Gmail? No. That's pretty good. That would be a good one. Yeah. Instead, we got, please don't podcast. Don't hey. send any complaints there. No. Ah, <laughs> oh, you've ruined it all. Anyways, this graveyard. It's not safe. Mm-mm. So we go right from the cemetery... <laughs> To him uh, taking a long walk and just, you know, kind of processing everything and moving on. He's well, narrating he just, it. He's, it's, you're getting, like, a perspective of his mind. He, right. he explains right. the entire right. yeah. explains the entire Frankenstein story in, in a, in a, a two-minute two flashback or whatever. Yeah, yeah, this movie does not rest on its laurels. No, no, sir, we have no time. And he's still at the at the cemetery when all of a sudden three dudes show up. And they're like, I, I don't even remember if they say anything other than like, there he is. There well, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's the, f- the first reaction is there he is. And then the other guy just can't control himself. And he goes from like human face to demon face. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like, maybe that's just like. <laughs> Like a problem that he has yeah. that he talks with, the, with other demon doctors is like you know listen you gotta stay in human form but my face you know his face explodes into fire CG fire real quick you know this is a problem doctor I lose jobs <laughs> here's your cheeseburger ma'am but I knew we were in for a treat when that happened, Joel. Mm. At that very moment, I was like, "There's for, because for one thing, there was no need." Yeah, <laughs> there was no need. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I told you this is exactly how she would have written the book. <laughs> there was no need for his face to burn into a demon face. <laughs> it was just like a. It was it, that was like a wink towards the audience. Like, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, Whoa, we demons. can do this. <laughs> the the face like ashes away. Like in flames into a new head, like yeah. it's shedding a layer of skin or something. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of just part of their transition. Yeah, it's going to take three weeks of bed rest to get that skin back <laughs> on his face. <laughs> kind of a kind of a big deal. But it, it doesn't really matter because he gets his ass handed to him by uh, Frankenstein. By the way, Frankenstein in this movie, Aaron Eckhart, he's a handsome man, right? Yeah. 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 He's looking. He's looking pretty cool with his his you know raggedy coats and his his very long stringy hair. I mean, but he's looking straight out of Underworld. Oh yeah, this is like exactly like the guy in Underworld that she ends up being interested in in the first movie. Um, he was on Felicity, I know, because I used to watch it. <laughs> um, but the, the, they made him, like, almost mirror image to that guy. Yeah. Um, they styled his hair like that. They kind of accentuated his features in the same way. But, yeah, he he was kind of made up to look like he had scars all over him. And he had, like, kind of sunken in eyes with, like, eye makeup and stuff. And... Um, goth. Yeah, I could, I could see. 
I could see this being something that people are, who are into like metal and goth stuff liking. Yeah. Yeah. People who are on the underworld. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is your this is your joint if you like underworld. For sure. And uh, I have to say that I've uh, Aaron has not seen Underworld. I have not. No. Sarah, Sarah saw it back in the day. I just watched it for the first time, I think maybe a year ago or two, and I hated it. Like I really did not like Underworld. Mm. It, it was a little it was so self-serious and it was, you know, something about gunplay and, and goofiness and vampires, and it just was not working for me. I don't know why this movie worked for me. For for some reason, I was just like, this is hilarious. Like, not not this was hilarious. This is, like, simultaneously hilarious and awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I, had, I had two very strong emotional reactions. One was to laugh at it. The mm-hmm. movie, but then the other was is that after a while, like I was getting sucked into the story, and yeah. and so, so suddenly I was like, kind of like in my mind, kind of almost defending like, some of it? some of the actions were going on. You know, what's that gargoyle queen going to do now? What's she going to do? You know, I don't know. Uh, so it was a very interesting kind of like almost ironic watch, but then emotionally supportive of of things mm-hmm. that were occurring on the screen. It's very nice of you. Yeah, yeah. I just think it must have been fun to say this stuff with, like, a serious <laughs> face for these actors. <laughs> Some of the lines, we were just cracking up. Yeah. Because you can't imagine having to say that, like, and ever. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't, they have a character that's, like, having this explain to her for the first time in uh, Yvonne, whatever her name is, uh, Dr. Whale in this movie. Mm-hmm. And she takes it all like straight face too. And it's like, you know, it's like, oh, you can- I can't explain to you what's going on. She's like, you have to tell me. And he's like, there's a war between the demons and the gargoyles. That's- she doesn't laugh. There's no. a war between demons and gargoyles. It's been going on for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Humans don't know about it. It's like, the execution of this line. <laughs> There's no falter in his Serious voice whatsoever. Is a heart attack. Serious. No falter. The whole movie is it means business. He he believes it. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Aaron Eckhart believed it, and so it works. And you know, I think yeah, that's it. That's it. I agree with you. It's it's, it's it, it, everything rests on his performance. Yeah, and and, and he was solid. Yeah. It may have taken a few takes on some of the. Oh, I can only imagine. Stuff, I can only imagine. But uh, yeah, I think he came. He came there to work hard, and he did. Yep. Man, he was yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this character's challenge. It's like he's almost like an interloper into this already existing thing, and it's like. I almost don't <laughs> even understand why. Like, no. but I mean, you're not thinking about that when you're watching an action movie necessarily. No. Like, what? I mean, what do you think about this? What, was he supposed to be the balance? The, the, because it seemed like they were evenly matched, the gargoyles and the demons. Like, even in like the few battles they were having that we saw, well, which were being instigated. Well, okay, obviously the gargoyles could fly. Yeah, I but think like, the, the gargoyle, like the demons, had the numbers. The yeah. gargoyles had the strength. But what I'm trying to say is, it seemed like it was a stalemate most of the time between most of their combat. Yeah, whatever it was, they couldn't finish this yeah. war. Yeah, mm. and so so he was like the 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 uncontrollable factor, the thing, you know, this this uh, Adam or 
uh, Frankenstein's monster, or whatever you want to say. He's the Agent Smith. Yeah. The rogue whatever element that leans to one side, yep. but could destroy both. I thought he was the Neo. I mean, that's the Neo is firmly on, uh, in, in this example's, uh, the gargoyle side, right? Agent Smith was a part of the demon side, but he separated like the demons can't control him anymore. So it's yeah. almost, it's this X factor, but it's the opposite side of what we want or whatever. There weren't a lot of humans. Mm-mm. No, just in that like club. Like non-partisan, <laughs> like. <laughs> that club. And those might have been demons. They <laughs> <laughs> might be right. We don't know. We don't know. They could have shifted faces at some Oh, point. man. Remember you were saying, like, that just let any homeless person into that, that oh, club. Yeah. I think what happened was, because, like we said, Frankenstein has long hair. Yeah. Maybe originally he tried to get in with the long, gross <laughs> hair. And that's why he gets a haircut. <laughs> like, oh, this guy's got a haircut. He's not the same guy. Come in. He's got to blend in. Blend yep. in with the crowd. Yep. That's not going to grow back. He's dead. Permanently have that haircut. So, yeah, after he is in the middle of this uh, gargoyle scene, <laughs> this fight, uh, he gets knocked out, right? Right. And then- right. He beats the demons and a bunch of big old strong dudes show up. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Like this human defeated these demons. That's impossible. Why he can't be human? We have to take him back. And then he's introduced to the queen of the gargoyles, mm. and uh, that's just really weird that there's a queen of the gargoyles. I'm gonna say that <laughs> out loud. No, it's fine. Um, I mean, go I, with I, it. I don't know how. Gargoyle structure normally I, works. I know nothing about gargoyles, mm. but in this, they are like are they hatched? I mean, is, is it still like a like a reptilian sort of thing? Well, he said the, she said that they were created by the angels. Oh, okay, by specifically the angel Gabriel mm. to be their their warring representative on Earth. So I'm glad that you had that in your memory banks. Perhaps. I forgot that that little tidbit. Perhaps the angel Gabriel just got bored with making the same kind of gargoyle over and over okay. again. That's why there's so many different kinds. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, it is weird that there's... <laughs> it, it is... I, <laughs> I don't know why they assigned one specific one to be the queen. But, you know. And they well, live in this cathedral, this like palace that's really gothic with all these like flying buttresses. Yes. Did I actually remember that from architecture that I learned? I don't know what a flying buttress is other than a reference to Beauty and the Beast. I don't know. I I just pulled that out of my brain. All right. Flying buttresses. Um, Yeah. But uh, so they they tell him that he needs to take a side and because – the demons he fought, he was already kind of engaged with them, so maybe he should, like, take arms and become part of their side. He's already part of this war. He's already, yeah. (laughs) It's it's like when Mary Shelley wrote, (laughs) she wrote Frankenstein. Sure. (laughs) There was already some other author who'd written four of these Demons versus Gargoyles books. And then they, like, meet at some kind point. Of. It's like, well, now Frankenstein's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Frankenstein says no, and he walks away. Well, not before taking some sticks. Oh, yeah, yeah, he likes their weapons. So he gets a couple sticks, and then there's the mountaintop sequence Mm. where we see him training on a mountain alone. We haven't talked about all the swishes. <laughs> when he's when he's meeting the queen, you know, he's he's a little confrontational. <laughs> and people keep taking out their blades. And there's a lot of metal clanking. Yeah, and it's like arm. Oh yes, arm blades. That guy, hand blades. That guy's the Aquaman of of warriors. I don't. <laughs> I don't even know where the blades would be <laughs> in oh, his arm. And they were like introducing people by name, like oh, yeah. Gideon. Uh, who else? That's it. <laughs> not no, there was like not night. Well, that's not till later when she was the Hannah. 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 I don't know who's that, Hannah. That was one of the angel or the Carcass dude. I don't know if he knew her name until later, but yeah, the Not, late the yeah. girl one. Not until was, she's on her deathbed. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like you. Well, when he's when the queen like goes and meets him, she's yeah, they're walking down the hallway, and she's like, "This is Gideon." Blah blah blah. Those other two, you don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like three other people. She doesn't yeah, introduce, introduce him to. They look at each other. We just got dissed <laughs> by the queen. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they yeah, they take him to the special weapon room, he picks out two sticks, and then he takes off, yeah. But there's the guy that has the two blades, like, that he can put into the screws. Oh, yeah. All right, that's, Gideon. that's Gideon. But then there's the guy with the, the, the blade arms. Yeah, that's that's just blady. Unnamed, that's, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. That's sli- slicey. <laughs> I'm sure he's got a very they they've all got names and it's all it's just like uh, Santa Claus conquers the Martians they just have but they yeah. mentioned the demon <laughs> yes not not na, nefarious Nadera, n- notorious Nilbog what was his name I'm trying to remember hang on hang on naughty by nature it definitely started with an N oh, I've got it. Nabarius. 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 Nefarious Nabarius. Yes, they're all talking about <laughs> Nabarius wants you for some Niberius. reason. We must take him to Nabarius. How did they know about him? I don't know. He's the big baddie. He probably tortured a bunch of demons till they gave him the name. Wait, but... Like, do they know about him? Do the gargoyles know about him before they find him? Because yes. they seem to kind of be experts on him afterwards. They know his name, yeah. And he, they're like, we know that they want you to join our side. Yeah. They just don't know where he is. And she keeps the book. Right. They take that off of him and they lock it away because it's got... They figure out almost immediately that they, they must want to resurrect the dead. So we have to hide this book and maybe this monster will be on our side. But no, he just walks off. But this is pre-cell phone, so you're not going to be able to track him anyways. It's yeah. fine. He just kind of walked the earth like Cain for about 200 years. Mm-hmm. Like the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> or Werewolf in that Werewolf TV show I was talking about. I think it was like Kung Fu, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Honed his skills. Grasshopper. Yeah. <laughs> So killed a bunch of demons on the way, probably. Mm. You know, he's caught up in the mortal. Or, well, excuse me, the mortal combat. Mortal combat. 
it looks like he's uh, he's made his way to like you know modern times. Mm. You know, walks into a club looking for demons. Successfully finds demon, decides to try to kill him, and behind the club, that doesn't go down too well. Uh oh. What is it with these types of movies and clubs? Like, there's clubs, club scenes in Blade, obviously. Sure. Club scene here. There's, witch there's definitely club witch scenes hunter. in, uh, yeah, in Underworld. Yep, the last witch hunter. Freaking Queen of the Dam with her stupid oh, club. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, I she, don't understand club scene. the appeal. Uh, ma- was, was there club scenes in the Matrix too? Right. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it all starts. That's it's all it a, starts. Yeah, follow the white rabbit. Right. Yeah. I swear they had that song that was popular um, in that club scene, and I can't remember what it's called. Woke up this morning feeling fine. Nothing. By the turtles. Well, there's probably just like a certain uh, notorious nature of the nightclub. Mm. And it, it's just kind of a... Dark deals go down in the nightclub. But it's also kind of a nice fun... But there's also something fun and kind of scary about about it, I'm assuming. And so it's it, just kind of a playful playful element to it. It takes away from the scene because they were playing that Venga Bus song. And it just doesn't <laughs> make any sense. <laughs> Talking about the Venga Bus ever since last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like to party? Yeah, it's been stuck in my head. <laughs> Frankenstein. My gosh. Yeah, he goes to confront that. That's yeah. it, basically the same thing happens as it happened in the graveyard when he goes yeah. to confront that guy. He beats up some other guys, and then the gargoyles freaking cold cock him again and yeah. <laughs> take him up to the. Take him back to the queen. Be like, where have you been? It's, it's been, been hundreds of 200 years. years. <laughs> it's been 200 years. But it literally feels like a minute has, if a minute, yeah. has passed between the last time he was in the same room mm-hmm. talking to the same people. Yeah. Uh, it's, you were supposed to bring those sticks back a long time. Yeah, ago. we let you. We just let you borrow those sticks. Yes. You know, <laughs> I have an overdue for whatever library <laughs> library book price. We had to get new sticks. Oh, that, I mean, when he when he chose those sticks, the guy was like, "Nobody likes those sticks. I don't even know why we have them. <laughs> they're, they're slow and inefficient. Yeah, those are for bludgeoning. Nobody wants to bludgeon. Nobody can wield that during mm. battle. Well, I can. Yeah, he made his own like religious knife thing, anyways, for for his dragon punch or whatever. Yeah. So the club. <sighs> He gets in a fight, and they're like, you can't be doing that in front of humans. Oh, yeah, that's what they're the problem like, was. The humans can't know about this. We do it when no one's watching. And then, like, then they get into this again. big fight <laughs> that it's like, I mean, they're supposed to be in a city. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you never see humans. They said a human died, but we don't. It's like everybody in this world except for the scientists like everybody in this world is like a non-mortal they have they're either like an angel a demon or like an undead like monster <laughs> or already a corpse that's where all the humans are right? oh, <laughs> yeah. the demons got all those corpses already they got racks of dead people yep. <laughs> Frankenstein would be like, you were spo- I thought you were supposed to be protecting humans. There's like three alive. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so 
after he encounters the gargoyles, I what, feel, what I, happens then? I feel like that's when we get the first glimpse of uh, Dr. Whale and her partner working on the experiment to resurrect... The yeah. rat. Oh, yeah. the rat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rattus. And we also get to see Bill Nighy for the first time. Right. You take one look at that guy and you go, something's going on with him. Hmm. What could it be, Joel? I like him. He's funny. And he is in tons of movies that are, like, all across the board. I've seen a lot of movies with him in them. Like, like he's an extremely, all kinds. He's an extremely fun actor. Uh, so that's why I was kind of slightly surprised to see him in this one. I was like, really? But like, he's in the Underworld ones, too. Oh, he is? Yes. Yeah. yeah Same character? Basically. No. no I yeah, mean, he's, but, yeah, like, the he main is, baddie. But, <laughs> whoa. But I think there was, was like, a... <laughs> Like a you thinking when I'm thinking conversation between him and the filmmaker or whatever. Oh. <laughs> the, yeah, the highest paid actor gets to choose his role. Oh, I'll be the top bad guy again. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Chew on some scenery. Yes. Yeah, well, the sci- scientists are working and they, they resurrect a rat. And he's like, good, now resurrect a human. Like, uh, no, <laughs> we probably, this is the first rat we've ever brought back. I don't... I don't think we're quite ready for that yet. It's like, well, you will be. <laughs> well, and it's Yvonne Stravisky. Sorry, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Probuscus. But um, <laughs> she is the really pretty scientist. And there's another older guy scientist that works with her. And uh, people know her from Chuck, right? Uh, yeah. Dexter. She and was Dexter. A- she was so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I specifically know her because she was the face model for Miranda, whatever her name is, in Mass Effect 2 and 3. Nice. Yeah. So, and voice actress. So, yeah. She's, I mean, she's a cool actress. Don't get to see her in much stuff. I, I, like, movie-wise, I feel like. Uh, that's... Anyways, Bill and I, he, he's hes evil. You can tell, right? I mean, you see him right from the thing. Oh, yeah. Somebody comes to report, oh, we had Frankenstein within our grasp, and then he escaped. It's like, you came to tell me that? And he kills him real good. And the uh, the writer of this movie is like, Wait a minute. He's got a monster deep voice. I don't- <laughs> it's, it's pretty deep, yeah. yeah. I, I, I thought it was pretty funny, Joel, when you mentioned that. You were like, you're like watch, it, you know, watch for this guy. And then when he does say a line, I was just like, dang. <laughs> the subwoofer exploded. I was like, whoa. <laughs> he must be a demon. Yeah. He's just the right hand man. And it's, it's I got to say, that's that's kind of one of the disappointing aspects. Like this character yeah. that like uh, when we finally do get to see him, you know, uh, demon out and stuff like that it's not nothing good comes of it yeah i was pretty bummed too that uh, a lot of build up but then you know mm-hmm. boba fett down the sarlacc pit for him mm. yep he's no good to me dead this is a lot of story yeah. I, I feel like this is like the first 20 minutes of the movie we can paraphrase <laughs> yeah. it like, no we're gonna have to at this point yeah, yeah. it it was the most entertaining parts for me were the lines that people were throwing back and forth to each other and kind of just, it was like a 
they didn't care. Like, like they didn't care if they if it seemed extreme or silly or whatever. They just went for it, full yeah. bore. They yeah. went for it, and that was actually really entertaining. I, I was really impressed with the straight facedness with of some of these yeah. lines. I agree with you, Sarah. Yeah, they mm. uh, they go for it. So um, basically, after he. After they show us the scientists, um, there's a part where Aaron Eckhart's character. Well, they send they send the army after him. They send the demon army. He to, seals the book. Yeah, they send. Well, they send him to the cathedral. Oh. To uh, all the demons are attacking at once, and we get to see this like epic battle scene. Every time a demon gets killed, oh, that's right, they kidnap the queen. Mm-hmm. The demon souls descend in like this huge. They fiery do this mass. big, yeah. They do this big special effect to make the demons go. The demons have this like shooting red thing going down, mm-hmm. and the gargoyles have this light beam going up. That's right. Yep. Because they ascend, and the demons descend. It's a, it was a very big. De- Aaron was like, no, no, it's a big deal. It well, it, it was explained to him by the, go- the goblin. He seemed upset by, by the gargoyle queen. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that that that, that, that uh, they ascend mm-hmm. or the demons descend. Well, Jai Courtney was like, he was like, every time you kill a demon, it dis- its soul descends. And Frankenstein was like, well, how do you descend an angel? And he's like, we don't descend. We are sent. That's what it was. That's and, what, yeah. and we can only be killed by a soulless being. Okay, dude. So don't even. Which, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. Like, they can definitely be killed by things with soul. Like, a demon soul is still a soul, right? Yep, like, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. And uh, things we find out about Adam here. Uh, J- Jimmy Frankenstein. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He has no soul. Mm-hmm. That's why people like you have you. We need the vessel. We want right. this body mm-hmm. so that we right. can put. I, we saw him take his shirt off. We want that body too. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was pretty impressed, though. I mean, th- that was a pretty dang huge battle, and mm-hmm. uh, not one single human woke up during the middle of the night <laughs> to to witness <laughs> witness this giant battle going it, on uh, like the top of the roofs or it, you know they or, cast a spell it's on be- beautiful them, beautiful fireworks yeah it's like yeah. dark city they need- shut it down <laughs> <laughs> they did they did it like harry potter they did some kind oh, of magic yeah. okay. so that they could have a fight i don't know their battles maybe happening on a different plane maybe compared- or maybe maybe the men in black are on this planet and they just like flash or you know oh, they don't flash enough. you know what i'm talking about yeah they could they- work in they could work in conjunction with the, the gargoyles, yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Yep, team up. But yes, yes, they steal. They they think every they think they want to steal Frankenstein, and it turns out it was a distraction to kidnap the queen. And Jai Courtney's like, the only way we're going to get the queen back is if I give them Frankenstein's journal, mm-hmm. Doctor Frankenstein. This is not not Frankenstein. Not, not not Adam. Adam was not keeping a journal. <laughs> One could say this movie is his journal. Oh, that's true. As yes. he narrates a lot of this movie, I Frankenstein the diary. I Frankenstein. So we're we're the Frankenstein diaries. We're entering <laughs> this world. That's a good idea. It's a good one. The viewer is like the Frankenstein in this movie because he's getting introduced to all this stuff. Yep. That isn't really familiar to him. So he's taking it pretty well. Yeah. I think about it. I mean, he doesn't like humans either. He's kind of not really a part of their world. Yeah. Well, I think that was part of the problem originally is like, I don't really give a...
Like, I'm not going to save humans. I'm not going to save demons or angels. I'll kill anyone who bothers me. And then he was like, maybe that queen wants to give me a kiss, though. I don't know. There's a little tension between them. Mm. It wasn't really ever a romantic thing in this movie. You're right. What are you talking about? What about that part where he takes off his shirt and the doctor's like, ah, yeah. Okay. That actually... I feel like that's a trope in movies where there's like a hot doctor or scientist or whatever and they need to examine someone. And it's like supposed to be like hot or whatever. That's that's happened to me a bunch of times. (laughs) Hot doctors like take off your shirt. I'm like, ah, yeah. Yeah. But... uh. I knew it was coming, like, a mile, way ahead. Like, when we saw the trailer, we find out she's a scientist and he's the Frankenstein. Mm. I was like, oh, she's definitely going to have to examine him. <laughs> like, 100%. Yeah, they took yeah. they took the, the corpse with the, the sickest abs <laughs> and they made a monster out of it, okay? That was a, that was a dozen bodies, Joel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, eight, I, they're eight all, men. St- all stitched eight together, men. right. I believe he said eight men. Mm-hmm. A dozen organs. Because he looked pretty... He he kind of had like a thin frame and everything like that, but there, Dr. Frankenstein kept sending back other bodies that didn't have sick abs. So. Oh, that's oh. it. That's mm. it. No Igor. No. <laughs> then he got the abby brain. The sickest abs, Igor. Master. <laughs> <laughs> Finally had to go to a gym and kill a guy. Sorry, I just don't have the appropriate British accent for for this movie. (laughs) It's all right. I think he's supposed to be German or something anyway. That's true. Yeah, Victor Von. Victor Von Doom. So he uses the book, the Frankenstein's journal to try and get the queen back. And then they get the queen back, but they also get the creature, uh... Aaron Eckhart and the journal, and they take him back to Demon Headquarters. Yep, so they got everything now. At the Demon Headquarters, they have, you find out, they have thousands of corpses. Hundreds of thousands of corpses. Yep. They hang them in the flying, no, (laughs) the buttresses. (laughs) 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 They got racked. <laughs> but uh, but our, our our lovely lady scientist doesn't know about this though. She, no. or doctor, she's cool. Doctor scientist. Yeah. She didn't know that. That's why they wanted her to perform those experiments, Mm-mm. right? She was just doing it for science. Yeah, it's the cleanest the cleanest laboratory on the, like every other place is dirty, dusty, almost looks post apocalyptic, and this this lab is just like. Top of the line. Sanitary. It's mm. funny that Bill Nye's character is like, so, uh, believe in Frankenstein? <laughs> <laughs> like, she's like, no. <laughs> and then he's like, but That's you're a scientist and you reanimated a rat. And then he's like, if you, if you did believe in Frankenstein, would you want to know more about him? <laughs> I I like how her partner every it just keeps chiming in like uh that doesn't make any sense. Wait, wait, uh, I guess that could work. No, that's that's the wrong time period. Like, 
I feel like Bill Nye, you want to smack the crap out of him, but I mean, he does get it eventually. He's like, I think I can get my hands on this book about how Frankenstein was made. And she's like, okay. And then the next day, he's like, here's the book and here's the guy. I'm going to call HR. You know, I would be pretty weirded out by that. She took it pretty well. Yeah, she took it pretty well. Well, she doesn't. She she doesn't get the guy. The guy is uh, there stealthing around in their facility. Oh, right. Because when he he finally does, you know, they're reading it and they're like, "Oh, electric eels. That's how he did it. You know, fifteen thousand joules or something like that." And yeah, when he finally sees he sees this woman with that journal. Oh no! He he busts through the operating view operation window or whatever, and just stands in front of her as like. She basically has had, like, a normal life until this moment. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> until yesterday when her boss was like, do you believe in Frankenstein? <laughs> oh, my God. And oh, then at goes, that moment, she was checking out his drawing, too, saying yeah. saying something about how there was, like, intelligence in his eyes. Yeah. yeah. You know? And then this brutal monster smashes through the glass. Like, what? She does like a triple take, looking at the journal, look at him, look at the journal, look at him. Yeah. And he goes, ooh, girl. <laughs> you shock me like an electric eel. Not, not again. <laughs> he would Baby never do girl. something that, that unserious. He's very serious. Yeah, he takes that book and then all the other demons and these guys... At at this facility, all the demon guys are wearing suits. It's just a lot of... <laughs> a lot of suits. A lot of ties. Yep. Not, not very many demon faces, but I believe they have to, you know, they have to hold a certain kind amount of... Kind of blend in. Uh, yeah, secrecy. So Bill Nighy's like, there's not much... Uh, y- you and I have a lot in common, uh, actually, Frankenstein. Um, perhaps you'd like to join my special team of... Exploding demon dudes. And it's like, no, I work alone. I'm the knight. And uh, he jumps out another window. He does. He jumps in a window to get in, and then he jumps out a window. And he has the journal. And he's looking at it for the first time in, like, 200 years. Mm. And he's kind of just, like... Upset, like yeah. thinking about he's stuff. Sitting on, he's sitting on a subway train <laughs> while he's doing this. <laughs> That's what it is. Everyone, every human lives outside this city area, and they take the subway in to work. That's and it. Out. That's it. Yeah, it's just one of those kind of towns. <laughs> Fair right, enough. Fair enough. Right. Yeah. yeah, I'm into it. You know, I hide from people. That's what, that's what he does. He rides the subway all day. Nobody bothers him there. Looking out the window. (laughs) Poor Frankenstein. Yeah, I feel bad for him. Even in this movie. Mm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he's... He is processing some stuff. And then they set the demon headquarters, like... She doesn't know she's working for demons. Still. Right. And then he sends her home... And they're like, we know that Frankenstein is going to find her because she's the only one that can explain that book to him. Yep. And she had kind of extrapolated that they used electric eels to, like, get 
him resurrected with electricity or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So because they were saying there's no way he could have produced that much electricity back then. Yeah. But they figured it out. Yeah. So he's like, he does. He follows her. <laughs> yeah. That, he didn't have to. Well, some demons following her and saying she she ducks into an alleyway because she's suspicious and there's Frankenstein. <laughs> he didn't have to though, you know. No. But he want he wants somebody to explain that journal. Yeah, that's true. And they, you know, we get another fight because of that, where he loses his sticks because he fight he fights another demon with other sticks. Oh, that's right. Metal. It's a stick fight, and he uses metal beams or something. <laughs> He's got his own. He, he did like his stencil. Is this, is this where you were slumbering? I can't remember. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. It was a little bit past this. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I decided to take a little uh, little nap there. Mm. Your usual movie nap, or just a midway. It probably doesn't help that I watch movies and when I go to bed. Oh, yeah, okay. It's pretty it's, it's turn off the brain mode. That's, yeah. a, that's what happens to me when I'm reading. Like, I'm trying to study for a test for my work, and I'm like, I'm very sleepy now. Like, oh no, reading comprehension. Yeah, I had that problem too. I, I used to read before I went to bed. And I'd wake up with like a crumpled up comic book. Oh no! My chest, yeah. I just the, re- the resale value. I know. I didn't know until I was like thirty that I'm more of an auditory learner, and that if I listen to a book or have a book read aloud, or even read a book aloud into like a recorder and then play it back again, you I like absorb, absorb the information way better mm. than like if I'm just trying to read dense stuff. Mm-hmm. What do you? Frankenstein is not. That kind of reader, though. I mean, no. well, yeah, because he has to. He he. After the attack, he gets taken back to somebody's apartment. A place. <laughs> somebody's apartment. Some place. Uh, I got the feeling like this is where he might have just been hanging out partially. It's, oh yeah. Mm. Right before the demon attacks him is when he says, "There's a war going on between demons and gargoyles," yeah. and she's like, "I don't believe in demons or gargoyles," mm. and then the demon jumps out and. Burns his face right. away into yeah. demon mode. But then after that's all over, that that was just a, a moment. That yeah. was a beat in the movie that was like, I'll remember forever. Mm-hmm. And I'll treasure it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just, it was just, it, it, it really was that magical part of the movie where, where, where it could have, it could have been bad. Like how Aaron Eckhart you know, had narrated, yeah. told the information. It could have been bad, but he really held on to it, you yeah. know? And and I, I think that's a really, yeah, I, I just couldn't help. I just started laughing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm in. Yep. This is beautiful. This is a beautiful thing we're seeing right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then he, like, he takes his shirt off or whatever, and, and she like stitches him up because his dead body can still bleed. Yeah. And then she brings up that he... Dr. Frankenstein was going to make him a mate, and he's giving them this knowing look like, yeah, but I think I found it. She's like, is that why you wanted – did you want me to make one? Like, no, nah, not exactly. They don't really talk about it. She just says that, Ugh. you know, she knows that he's alone and that – yeah. Oh, yeah, and he's like, and I killed his wife. She's like, have you killed any other people lately? <laughs> Honestly, no. I thought – that with this particular line, or the the way things were going here, I suspected that she was going to die and that he was going to use the Frankenstein's journal to bring oh, her to back. Bring so her did back. I! Was, I thought was she my... was going to be Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. You guys are thinking too far ahead. 
I was suspecting that that might have been the case. Uh, and I was actually very surprised. Uh, that's not how it went. That's in Mary Shelley's third book, She Frankenstein. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I like that. She Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. She Frankenstein. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a good title, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. All right. I'll start writing it tomorrow. <laughs> good. <laughs> good. Yeah. So he. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this movie consists a lot of Frankenstein going to the finding the demon in their location, then going back to the gargoyles who tell them something, and then he has to go back to the thing, and then he's got the book, but the book doesn't go away, and then they don't have the book, and they don't need the book anymore. Mm-hmm. But he leaves to go talk to the gargoyles for some reason, leaves her by herself. And while he's gone, she gets kidnapped again by the demons because now they know that she has the knowledge and can start working on the resurrection project or whatever. Well, yeah, and she's like, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Right. And he, and Aaron Eckhart is standing by a burning um, trash can. Oh, that's later. In Hobo Alley. <laughs> that's later. That's later when he's like all the way done. <laughs> Oh, that's right. She gets a call from the other doctor, and he's like, uh, we need to talk about the thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. She's mm-hmm. like, I need to talk to you about this. Mm-hmm. And then they ambush her, and then they kill the guy. Yep. Yep. But she's already, yeah, she's back in the lag. He's like, bring him back to life now. Yeah. They're yeah. like, you want to, you don't want to do it, but do it for him. Yep. And so, yeah, Frankenstein goes back to the gargoyles. I don't even know, remember why he does it, but he's basically like, eh, I ain't going to work for you guys anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to finish this my own way. And he takes off, and the queen is like, Gideon, or whatever his name is. Yeah, it is Gideon. Go, may, go follow him, and if he betrays us, kill him. And Gideon's like, no, nah, I'm just going to kill him straight out. So there's kind of a epic battle inside the you didn't see this is where you were asleep yeah yeah he goes he goes back to the apartment and luckily the book is still there so he puts it in his pocket (laughs) this is like the only part i found a little bit slow myself there was i i found the when he's getting like interacting with the doctor getting stitched up to be like a little too we need to explain even more of the situation because most of the explaining has been done Walking and talking, like, right before a fight or something like yeah. that. But this was like, let's all catch our breath. Like, no! My heart is beating! Yeah, man. For Frankenstein's blood. <laughs> yeah, so he fights He fights uh, Gideon, and uh, they're getting tossed around and stuff like that. And it's He's definitely overwhelmed by this gargoyle thing. He tosses him outside the building... Aaron Eckhart lands on a car. Gideon takes out his silver weapon, brings it down on Frankenstein. And then he's, he's like, they're on top of each other. They're about to kiss or something like that. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's close. It's close. And then it turns out that Gideon actually is impaled on his own weapon. Oh, no. And since Frankenstein doesn't have a soul, supposedly, Gideon ascends the end that's the end of the movie guys Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) no more jai courtney so is that when he goes to the trash can that's what he (laughs) that's when that's when he decides to burn the journal yeah 
That's <laughs> the famous hobo trash cans. <laughs> the hobo goblins. Well, that trash can's right next to the one where Spider-Man threw his costume as he mm-hmm. walked away. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man, oh, no yeah, more. Yeah. Oh, no more, man, no right. more. Or Nicolas Cage threw all that money that they just stolen. Oh, yeah. All the same All the same alleyway. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There's only one. But- oh, hey, you remember that part in Batman Begins where they, like, drive under the city and there's, like, all these burning barrels? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> hey, Gotham City is a corrupt city, yeah. sir. <laughs> They're not... They're not trash cans on fire. They're tiny pits of natural gas that oh. they put a can around. <laughs> yeah. And then they just... It's they just put the lid on at the end yeah. of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Hot dogs. Hot dogs are done. <laughs> I steam these vegetables. So. <laughs> no, I seriously ate flatbread out of an oil drum that had fire in the bottom of it in China. Nice. Did you just find the flatbread and you were like, this looks good? No, somebody ne- somebody pushes it against the inside oh. of the wall. It looks like a trash can, but it's an old oil drum. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes it better. There's like fire in the bottom of it. Oh, fire, eh? Uh-huh. Oh, they make the flatbread. It was good. Delicious. Oh, it's good. Nice. <laughs> that nice. tasty oilness. <laughs> so we're winding up here. Frankenstein, uh, yes, uh, she's she's like res- she's doing the the resurrection thing. So she knows it's fifteen fifteen thousand jewels or something like that. Like I said, and there's this other like weirdo that's in like the super secret laboratory with all the dead bodies. That's like watching her and like imitating her, which I think. <laughs> is- like, that's that's not a good plan. Well, let her finish to know it's like actually successful. Why don't you? Like, no. Nope. That actually, they keep flashing back to the bodies hanging. Oh and yeah. And at some point, at some point, I was like, they're never gonna actually make all these bodies move. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's fine, just like this. This is the visual they want to give us that the demons could resurrect a bunch of people yeah. that are dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we start to see the little percentage uh, of uh, reanimation bars. Digital. There's like a little bar on each human being, like a battery that's like 1% reanimated. It's like, you know, when you've downloaded a Windows up- update. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I can't believe each of them had a percentage. <laughs> like, that's the thing. We had to know. Where they were at. But it could have just been on one screen, right? No, no, no. Yeah, each give them each little digital screen. 100%, 100%, 97. This one's no good. Throw <laughs> <Bear> it out. <laughs> yeah. The reason why they're resurrecting all these dead people is because when they're resurrected, they come back with no souls, which means they're the perfect be- vessel for all these demon souls that are going to come out of the ground. And then they'll have a whole demon army... Yep. Without faces. uh, (laughs) After that, she's working hard on getting the doctor reanimated. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, is that when they just start flying off the roof of that building, or? That's when Frankenstein, yeah, Frankenstein, like, shows up in front of the the place after you know and so they want revenge because gideon was killed uh-huh and the gargoyles are like ready for battle mm-hmm. and they finally show you what the queen looks like in her gargoyle form yeah yeah we got a little bit of a flash earlier of her face 
Yeah, when she got mad. When she got mad at Frankenstein. Which, by the way, is probably my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> she gets mad at Frankenstein. She gets mad at Frankenstein and the little gargoyle face kind of goes... <sighs> like, giving you a little bit of... You're going to see this later on, but I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's very... I don't know. Like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like yeah. changing yeah. their faces, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's... So, this... Uh, we haven't really talked about like the effects and how they they look. Like for the most part, I didn't have any issue with them, and I was I was talking yeah. about during the movie because they use so much CGI that it's almost like the entire thing is. And I feel like that's a good move because then you don't have to worry about them like interacting with humans, yeah, and natural environments. But for some reason, a lot of shots of this queen did not look good to me. Like, she stood out compared to the gargoyles, and I don't know if it's because they were trying to make it look like uh, the actress, or what? I think they were trying to make her look pretty, even though she was a gargoyle. Mm. The prettiest gargoyle. <laughs> That's why she's the queen, maybe. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Tell us about the final battle, Aaron. Do you remember? Well, I remember that it was pretty intense. I remember that uh, that the, the showdown is back at the lab mm-hmm. uh, earlier in this movie. Uh, uh, Frankenstein had scored a couple hits on on uh, on um, on uh, Nefarious Nibarius Nibarius yeah, and so there were like a couple little etchings on his on his chest Nabisco Nabisco, and so well, I mean. If I'm jumping too far ahead, I'll stop right where I am, where I'm at right now. But he's in demon form. He went demon. Yeah, in form. full demon form. Finally, Bill Nighy reveals him his true self. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And that's the first time I've ever seen the actor outside of makeup. It's really kind of disturbing. <laughs> I was like, why does it have to have so much skin? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fleshy demon bits. I don't. know. <laughs> I feel like I saw flesh in the in the underworld one too. Yeah, I'm like I don't like it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. They're, they're going. The flesh is it goes hand in hand with the the whole gothic you know thing that they're they're going for. With like awkward bones protruding. Mm. Oh yeah, like that aren't normal regular anatomy bones. Yeah, it's not just skin tight clothing. It's skin tight skin. Wait, uh-huh. is your skin always skin tight? Maybe. Gotcha. But then Bill Nye, uh puts... Was this what you were going to say? Oh, I was just going to say that uh, Aaron Eckhart's character had, had uh, scored a couple hits on his chest earlier in the movie, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of kind of uh, mimicking the, the cross, I guess you could say, and uh, uh, completes it or whatever. And that's what... Uh, that's what gets rid of our, our demon prince mm-hmm. he's not a right. king mm-hmm. he's a prince of demons they don't really explain the royal hierarchy no. much they, they only I, I feel like they only revert refer to him as they prince once too so it's yep. just just kind of like an off thing yeah 
But there were tons of demon souls. Remember that? Oh yeah, three? they came up. They possessed. They started possessing the uh, the bodies. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, Aaron Eckhart's character, Mr. Our, our, our Frankenstein, was starting to get possessed. But then we found out <gasps> the whole time he had a soul. <laughs> That's right, Joel. He had a soul. I feel that like man's got some soul. With that discovery, <laughs> the gargoyles went back and had a discussion yeah. like, "Oh, I guess anyone could really kill us if they're strong enough, huh?" Yeah. Well. We better watch out. <laughs> yeah. We better go back and make sure our armor is protected. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't be so, you know, maybe we should be wearing some sort of, I don't know, uh, bulletproof vest or whatever. There's no guns in these movies. So. Yeah, in, in this particular movie, there are no guns. I was going to say, I think that might be one of the reasons you liked it more mm-hmm. than it wasn't, Underworld. Yeah. The gun kata BS. I don't know. But I don't know either. But they basically break the reanimator before all the little bodies get to yep. 100%. That's right. And they just stay there in stasis, like dead. No, they get no, they get to 100%. And like they start to get like you see one of them like inside this cage going like ah. You know, oh, that's right. He had a cool demon, demon face. Demon soul goes into it. But when uh, Nibirius gets killed, he like takes everything down with it, including uh, Frankenstein and the doctor. Yeah, in when, the building. When, most building. of the time when these demons die, mm-hmm. they usually have like one little strand of, of uh, red energy that goes straight down. Yes. But uh, he, he shoots out four or five giant strands <laughs> that like that like consume the entire building and make this giant beam of energy that goes straight descending down. Yeah, basically leaving a big hole in the city. So when those humans do come back to work, they're going to be like, uh, sinkhole, I guess. Yep. I don't know. The whole building went down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you think that Frankenstein, that his doctor friend, you think the queen is dead, and the gargoyles are just flapping away. They're just flapping. They're fla- they're, f- they're flapping. This might like a somebody's screensaver, like oh, you said, boy. right? Did you, yes, say you the said gargoyles that? flying. Mm-hmm. Man, th- they, they're yeah. working. They're working yeah. <laughs> they should just loop that. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in the background. The gargoyles <laughs> flying. Uh, you know what? As much as I was making fun of it, like it was really pleasing to my eyes for oh, some no. reason. There's tons of them flying. Just, just. Like the queen, the queen was like a weird marble kind of uh, color in comparison to everyone else's kind of darker gray. Yeah. Uh, noticeable fact, too, that I noticed. She was like the queen of the damned. Yes. The marble colored. I think you're right that, like, the CG was, like, actually not a problem because there was so much of it that it, like, that's what you were saying, yes. right? That yeah. it's, like... My brain didn't... I didn't have a fight with my brain over care. what I was yeah. seeing. You know, my brain was just like, yeah, that's a gargoyle. Mm-hmm. And that's another gargoyle. And that's exploding demons. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. 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 But the queen stands out. And there are a lot of there are a lot of close like well there's close ups on a bunch of the gargoyles too but they look they look appropriately gargoyle yeah you know they look like the Disney live uh, you know uh, <laughs> equivalent of a Disney live action version of those uh, characters agreed but uh, the queen like I said she looks she looks more like a demon herself almost you know? but everybody's buff oh yeah oh no no that's there's a there's a pure workout regimen yeah. yeah I mean if you see a gargoyle on a building like in real life. He's doing crunches. <laughs> That's why they're always crouched over, because they're like, <clears throat> mid-crunch. 
These were some buff gargoyles. Mm-hmm. Indeed. While the war is over, uh, yes, the queen actually flies out of the thing and saves Frankenstein and his girlfriend. And the movie ends with Frankenstein standing over the city being like, I will protect the humans from whatever comes. And, uh, yeah, my name is Frankenstein now, so there. I like Darren Eckhart in this. I, I did too! He takes everything. I mean, he just does it so deadly serious, but I, it's, it's it had to be so much fun. I, yeah. I, I want to interview him for this. Like, I want to know. I want to know what he has to think about, you know. Call him up. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it, too. I, I really like Aaron Eckhart, and he's been in... I really liked this movie called Possession that he was in, mm-hmm. and I really like him and Aaron Brockovich. Oh, yeah. was, like, a really good role that he did well in, and... I was trying to figure out what other movies I remembered him from. I thought it was funny because we talked about watching The Core tonight, and he's in that, too. Right. Mm. If we had chosen Oh, no way. One. He's the yeah. man core. Yeah, just a lot of good... I, I appreciate him as an actor, and he can be really funny. Me, too. I really enjoy him. So who is this movie for? Besides me and my friends in the late 90s, early 2000s on DVD... I've never seen an underworld movie, but I definitely feel this is this is for the crowd. The the crowd that likes underworld would definitely like this. If you liked Witch Hunter, this is for you. Yeah, um, oh, we would like Witch Hunter. I like <laughs> it, was, it was stupid fun. That was way fun. Maybe Blade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you enjoyed the Blade movies. Uh, it's. It satisfies something that an action movie does. So, like, maybe even if you like silly, like. No offense to anybody out there, but, like, Transformers movies or anything like that, it satisfies the thing that, like, an action movie does. Yeah. I like this more than either of the Transformers movies I've seen, because I feel like that's... Those movies have a lot of dead weight, you know, in between uh, storyline type things, and this, this was just breakneck. I feel like the whole reason for this movie was to have an epic monster battle, and I think that that's an entertaining idea. And I think that's probably why Underworld is so successful and stuff is because people liked the actors and they liked the idea of having a monster battle. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Could have been part of the dark universe. Huh? Seriously. What if, what if I, Frankenstein, met Dracula untold? Oh, wait. I was going to... The only other thing I was going to say again was that... He does seem like he kind of doesn't need to be there in some ways. I mean, I I understand that his story with the reanimation connected to the demon side of the battle or whatever, and the female lead that's the scientist. But I, I was going to say, like, the battle would have gone on with or without him, probably. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, it's anyway. been at a centuries-long, you know, millennia-long stalemate or something, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and Frankenstein on its own is really cool. Mm-hmm. I don't exactly know why they chose Frankenstein to do it, but I think the movie was entertaining anyway. Is, is Frankenstein, like, in the public domain? I mean, maybe that's just, like, something they could do. I'm not sure. This movie could have been called Gargoyles versus Demons. Yeah. It could have been it could have been yeah, he's not Frankenstein just some some creature or something like this, some abnormal thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's 
I mean, it's fine, though. It's more fun to say Frankenstein. That's why Frankenstein is so popular. It's fun to say Frankenstein. It could have been, like, Adam Frankenstein. <laughs> Adam Frankenstein. Adam slash Frankenstein. Yeah, that's my neighbor, Adam Frankenstein. So <laughs> <laughs> he's letting his dog out and <laughs> in my yard. Anyways, I'm going to read the outro stuff. You guys think of a lesson you learned from I, Frankenstein. Uh, hey, listener, if you got any suggestions or comments, write into please don't podcast at gmail.com or message us on Facebook at facebook.com slash PDSMIOS. That's please don't send me in outer space. If you uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, we'd appreciate it if you left us a written or star rating that increases our visibility on the iTunes charts, and we want to be seen. We want to climb those charts. We want to be in the movie section. You know, I think it goes to like 200. We've never been on that list. That would be crazy if we were like number 200. You can do it by writing a review, by telling your friends, telling your family, tell other nerds like us that you know that might listen to other nerds talking about things like us. Wait. Just tell your friends. <laughs> uh, if you got a few bucks, you can send our, our way at a our Ko-Fi site, which is at ko-fi.com slash PDSMIOS. At that site, you can drop $3, uh, you know, just, just out of the goodness of your heart. And we'll spend that to get more soda pop for Aaron so he doesn't fall into a coma in the middle of a movie. Anymore. Yeah. Or an Amazon movie rental of your choice. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's usually, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you wanted to, like, drop $3 and say, I wouldn't be too upset if you guys wanted to talk about this movie, we can totally be bought. That's all I'm saying. I'm just, I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> just so you know. Yeah. Your donations are welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Give me a lesson. Give me a lesson that you learned from I, Frankenstein. Did you get a lesson? Heck yeah, I got a lesson. Oh, Aaron. Uh, all right, so you're a scientist, right? I am. You're a scientist. Um, you're a very beautiful scientist. And oh, thank a, you. A very strange, uh, strange yet beautiful Frankenstein man Ooh. has taken you away to show you the secrets of science or whatever. <laughs> that sounds incre- incredibly sexy. I love this. <laughs> and like, uh, um, but you forgot, you forgot something. Yes. You forgot your coworker. Oh, no. He's back at the office. An office you've just found out is full of demons. Yes. <laughs> Here's the tip. This is a lesson for you, sexy oh. scientist lady. Get your, get your coworker's cell phone number. Text him. This way, he doesn't have to say things like, I'd better get out of here out loud. Mm-hmm. He can read the text message that says, hey, guess what? We work for demons. Oh, no. Get your ass out of there and silently leave the office. Make up an excuse. I got to go to the bathroom. I got to go to the car and drive away. <laughs> that will probably would have less complicated things. Cell phone technology. The problem is that Frankenstein didn't give a crap about that other guy. Like, he even said, when she, like, makes the call, he's like, that's the, he's not important, you know? Well, yeah. Like, he took the time to, like, hide in the shadows and be like, cover her mouth and be like, I'm not a bad guy. Don't worry. Everything's okay. Uh, but what I'm trying to say is, is that no, no. she could have texted him if they had... Well, was he on the cell phone or was he, like, he, he, he was, like, on the work phone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. It was t- de- de- tapped demon lines. Maybe they've had problems. <laughs> they were listening. They've had problems oh. in the past. 
all the cell phones are locked up before you go in the office. Is that what you're saying? No, no. I'm saying that like maybe he's maybe he's just inappropriate. You know, you mm. know maybe he's like you up texting. Okay. You know? All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Fair mm-hmm. enough. I'm just saying. Okay. He didn't come off as creepy, but you never know. But you're giving more insight into this situation. Mm-hmm. Right. She, she didn't want to ruin the, her date with Frankenstein. Fair enough. My date with Frankenstein. My date with Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> so many good movies. This is why there's so many of them. Yep. <laughs> it's like literally you just add Frankenstein to something and it's just already that mm-hmm. much. It's already better. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> That's my lesson. Sarah, do you have something? Uh, My lesson from this movie is... Uh, it doesn't matter who you are, you can end up in the middle of a war between gargoyles and demons. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> or just got back any- from <laughs> just got back from burying my dad. Got stuck in a gargoyle <laughs> demon war. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> or you can get caught in the middle of any war, really. Yes. I mean, you don't you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. So, be, so just uh, appreciate what you have. And uh, I got this inkling, Joel, of when you shouted out something during the movie about uh, pet, the penthouse uh, journals. What was? Oh, oh, the the letters, the the book that he's like, I got this book, oh. the letters to penthouse. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, dear Frankenstein, I never thought it would happen to me, but I resurrected the dead. <laughs> I was thinking, dear Frankenstein, like as a like uh, writing into the advice call. <laughs> Frankenstein, how do I deal with my rude coworker? Or whatever? Have you tried resurrecting the dead? That's always his answer. It's not. He's no good for this paper. <laughs> That's all I want to know. And uh, my lesson is that if you have a super strong flying ability, ass-kicking gargoyle form, don't go out of it mid-battle. I don't care if you've got some cool arm blades that you can pop out or a dual slicer thing that you can also make into an axe. Just stay in your gargoyle form. It's <laughs> you're a lot stronger. It's like you're almost made of stone, perhaps. Yeah, yeah some sort of stone-like substance. Possibly mm. stone. Mm. Mm. I thought you were going to say this one, but oh, I have another one. Yes. It's okay to use doors. <laughs> We didn't, le- we didn't learn that till the very end. This, this guy's Frankenstein's been busting through every door, window, and everything, and every wall like the Kool Aid Man. But at the very end, he's like, "Oh, I gotta be stealthy." <laughs> it took him a couple years to, you know. My father learned. didn't teach me a lot of things, including how to use doors. He didn't learn that till he met the doctor. Mm, the other doctor uh, mm. yeah anyways we'll see you next week folks thank you for listening bye thanks bye thank you so much bye
EarTrumpetAudio.com Ideas and entertainment. Loud and clear. Hehehe. <laughs>